You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome into the BHNX Sun Devil Show. I am Anthony Totri, and we have got another positional breakdown episode. Today, we're going to be focusing in on the Arizona State cornerbacks heading into the 2024 season, more specifically, spring ball for Arizona State. But before we get into the cornerbacks looking to this season, some corners that ASU fans aren't going to be seeing in a Sun Devil uniform any longer, most notably, Roe Torrance. Roe Torrance, obviously, an Arizona State Sun Devil for the last couple of seasons, most known for the fact that this guy was 6'2", 6'3". He was a very dominant corner in his first year at Arizona State, had a little bit of a down season for the Sun Devil defense last year, the first year in, in Brian Ward's scheme. But certainly, Arizona State fans going to be missing number nine in the secondary. Just the sheer presence and the swag that Roe brought to that Arizona State defense. But Honestly, heading into spring ball for the Sun Devils, the cornerback position is a very, very unique position because something that we've talked about before, there is a lot of guys with a lot of potential on this team, specifically at that position, more transfers than maybe some people really realize on top of the fact that there are some young bucks headed to this secondary, whether that be from the 2024 signing class or just guys that were Sun Devil freshmen last year, now rising the ranks because of players either entering the portal or or graduating. Now, another corner, no longer a part of the Arizona State defense, Jordan Clark. Jordan Clark, obviously entering the transfer portal, headed to Notre Dame. Obviously a, a tough loss for Sun Devil Nation, but you got to wish Jordan Clark the absolute best. And you know he is certainly going to succeed at that nickel corner spot over with the Fighting Irish. But time to focus in on the Arizona State corners that are here. And I want to start with Ed Woods. Ed Woods really started to, to build a name for himself, I feel like, in the spring and early on in fall camp. Kenny Dillingham was asked several times who he thought was standing out. And more often than not, he brought up Ed Woods, which is great to see, right? Six foot, a buck 75 in 2023, had 33 total tackles. Two forced fumbles and an INT along with four pass deflections. Now, he did play for Arizona State in 2022 as well. Racked up 28 total tackles, one sack, one forced fumble, six pass deflections. He did get a few minutes in both 2020 and 2021, but it really wasn't until that 2022 season that he started to become more of a staple in the Arizona State secondary. So headed into 2024, again, the second year in Brian Ward's scheme, I would fully expect Ed Woods to be the first starting corner for Arizona State. Again, 
part of it has to do with what Ed Woods brings in terms of a mentality, right? Ed Woods reminds me a lot of a guy like Frankie Collins. And Frankie Collins, if you are an ASU fan that doesn't watch a whole lot of basketball, Frankie Collins is the starting point guard for the Sun Devils and Bobby Hurley's team. And wiping away the the record for ASU basketball, Frankie Collins is a hustle player, is a guy that will give you 120% when you only ask him for 50, right? Ed Woods does that same thing, and you see it day in and day out in practice, right? It's cliche, but practice makes perfect, and Ed Woods takes practice very, very seriously. And that's why I think he is going to have a shining season for Arizona State. It is going to be easy for Sun Devil fans to get locked in and maybe sidetracked by some of the other corners coming to Arizona State from the transfer portal again from the class of 2024. But Ed Woods, again, is a dude that I fully expect to make that jump this season. He's a redshirt senior for Arizona State. And at this point in time, he's a staple in the ASU defense, more so than arguably than Roe Torrance was last year in year two, being a part of this Sun Devil defense. So I think Ed Woods brings a lot of really, really promising characteristics to this Arizona State secondary in general. And today we're only going to be focusing on the corners. We'll do another episode for the safeties. But specifically, Ed Woods is a a really, really promising player for the Sun Devils heading into 2024. And Sun Devil fans should be really, really excited to see what he accomplishes next season. But focusing in on another corner who you could see rising the ranks, he was a freshman last season for Arizona State, and that is Keith Abney II. Keith Abney was really, really having a a strong spring season last year, and even into fall camp, he did get some reps for the Sun Devils throughout the 2023 season, a part of what Kenny Dillingham wanted to do in year one, get some of these younger guys acclimated to the speed of the game, eventually getting to a point where we are here in year two, right? Keith Abney is in year two, college football, Brian Ward's defense, and I do expect him to be a rotational player in this defense. It is still too early for me to see Keith Abney as a linchpin or as a true, true DB2, CB2 for this team, whatever you want to call it. However, I do firmly believe that Keith Abney II can grow into that spot. He is a gamer. And when I say a gamer, he is somebody that just loves the absolute heck out of the game of football. Played high school football in Texas, loves Arizona State, and a really, really great part about what Keith Abney was last season coming into this season is, for me, the fact that he didn't waver, right? It would have been real easy for a kid coming from Texas high school football, coming to Arizona State, not necessarily playing as much as some of these kids are used to and maybe would want to play, and didn't enter the portal, right? And I know it's crazy, but that's kind of the era that we're in of college athletics where you got to give guys props for not hitting the portal just because they didn't play a whole hell of a lot. He believes and is buying into what this Arizona State secondary and defense can be with Brian Ward, with his position coach and Brian Carrington. So it really is going to be exciting. And I, I talk about Ed Woods really being a, a passionate, passionate hustle player. And Keith Abney, again, is a guy that, you know, when, when it's Saturday, when it's game day, Keith Abney is going to be locked in. And I am, I think, in terms of growers, and by growers, I mean players that can can truly elevate from week one 
to that final game of the season, I think Keith Abney can certainly and will certainly be one of those guys. But moving on from two returners to some of the guys that you haven't necessarily seen in a Sun Devil uniform, keep it with some of the younger guys, starting with Chris Johnson Jr. Chris Johnson Jr., one of the highly touted prospects that Arizona State was able to snag in the 2024 class. He's 6'1", a buck 80, was a three-star corner, was just a couple of points away from being a four-star corner. Again, playing high school ball in Alito, Texas at Alito High School. Had several other offers, okay? Several other offers coming out of high school. We obviously know about Arizona State, but had offers from Arkansas, Oregon, Boston College, Duke, Jackson State, Louisville, just to name a few, Utah, SMU, Texas State. So this is a kid that had his options open. And I remember talking to him and asked, I asked him if there was ever a point that any of these schools made a real real push for him. And he said, Oregon. He said, Oregon made a real, real strong push for him. But at that point, he had already made up his mind that he wanted to be an Arizona State son of a because he believed in the defense. He believed in Kenny Dillingham specifically. And this kid has swag to him. I'll tell you what, he reminds me of a Chase Lucas from that level of swag. Now, obviously, see if he can match the the, the level of play that Chase brought to Sunnival Stadium. But Chris Johnson Jr. has that potential, right? He's a little bit bigger, too, just from a, a height perspective at this cornerback position, not necessarily the size of a row Torrance, but he is bigger than Ed Woods, bigger than Keith Abney, um, and he's bigger than a lot of the corners on the team. Now, I, I think when you are playing the cornerback position, one of the key key characteristics that you need to have to truly be dominant is you got to have swag. Chris Johnson Jr. has that swag. I figure he he probably slots in more as a perimeter cornerback as opposed to a nickel guy. Um, he just has the size to line up uh, against opposing X wideouts and, and really take care of business. I am excited to see what he's able to accomplish. And I'm really excited for the whole iron sharpens iron competition when you get to spring. Right, You're talking about a young kid playing Texas high school ball, and guess what? He's got to line up against an Elijah Badger. He's got to line up against a Jake Smith. He's got to line up against a Troy O'Meara. So when you get to that point, you're lining up day in, day out, rep in, rep out against some really, really dynamic offensive weapons. So Chris Johnson Jr., again, is a guy that I think Sun Devil fans should make note of. And again, we're not going to be talking about every single corner on this roster. When you get to certain positions, we are going to cut it down a little bit. And for Chris Johnson Jr. to already be in this conversation when we're sitting here talking about just six cornerbacks, I think says a whole hell of a lot about the type of impression that he is really laid out there for Sun Devil Nation. So Chris Johnson Jr., a name to definitely keep in mind. But keeping it moving, we got three other DBs, specific cornerbacks that I want to talk about ahead of Arizona State's 2024 spring season. And I want to talk about the blue chip guy, the blue chip guy being Cole Martin, transferring over from the Oregon Ducks, 5'10", a buck 80. He was a four-star corner coming out with the number one cornerback in the state of Arizona coming out of high school during his time and headed into the transfer portal. He was still a four-star corner. He would have played significantly at Oregon this coming season. He left. He left Oregon, where his dad is currently coaching to come back home, play at Arizona State, and be the guy in the secondary. Just the same way Jordan Clark was the guy for Arizona State secondary, Cole Martin will be that same guy. In fact, he has the potential to be better because he's played at a high, high level early on, right? Now, of course, the, the pressure that comes with being a hometown hero um, it is certainly a point of conversation. I don't think it's anything that's on his mind, but 
I'll tell you what, when I when I talked to him just a couple weeks ago, Cole Martin is a kid that Sun Devil fans are going to really, really like, not just for what he does on the field, but this kid, he's got a lot of energy, he's got a lot of passion, uh, he's just a fun dude, an absolute uh, a gamer, again, and he wants to, he wants to take this to the next level, right, and you talk about the positions in this Arizona State secondary, we talk a lot about the perimeter corners, some of the guys that we've mentioned, but Cole Martin should be the plug-and-play starter at that nickel corner spot for Arizona State. And to be able to have a guy like Cole Martin that you can plug-and-play in that spot is going to be huge for Brian Ward's defense, for BC's secondary. And really, moving forward, Cole Martin has a significant amount of eligibility left, right? Last year, he was a true freshman, played as a true freshman for Oregon, you talk about having multiple seasons left of eligibility. It spells success for Kenny Dillingham and Arizona State's defense moving forward. Cole Martin, my favorite or second favorite transfer for Arizona State this past offseason. We'll talk about my favorite transfer um, a little bit later into the spring season as we move through these episodes. Because my favorite player, my favorite transfer isn't necessarily a dude that transferred at that cornerback spot. But again, Cole Martin is going to be a fun, fun player for Arizona State fans to watch. And in reality, coaches in the past at ASU don't get players like this. They don't get corners like this. Cole Martin is a good one, has the potential to be a real great one in the maroon and gold. Keeping it moving with another transfer that... ASU fans aren't necessarily familiar with, but this kid, he's familiar with Brian Ward's defense, and that's Javen Robinson. Javen Robinson, six foot, a buck 69. Um, this is a kid that played for Washington State last year. He was in uh, with, with the Cougars in 2022. Didn't necessarily play a whole lot over the last two seasons. Played more in 2023 than he did 2022. But what you like about Javen Robinson is Javen Robinson, first and foremost, we had him on the show. Great kid. Great kid. Great family, just just awesome dude. Uh, what you, you start to notice when you talk to some of these kids and they all kind of have the same personality. They're all really boisterous. They're all really passionate. They're all really, like, they, they just like to have fun, right? And they love the game of football. And Javen Robinson, part of him coming to Tempe, the fact that Brian Ward, A.J. Cooper, a lot of this defensive staff have ran this defense before, and specifically Brian Ward and A.J. Cooper ran this while they were coaching at Washington State. So you get a kid, Javen Robinson, coming from Washington State where he was familiar with this defensive staff, opted to continue and transfer out of Washington State and come play with these guys. Come play with a Brian Ward. Come play with an A.J. Cooper. And your position coach is going to be Brian Carrington. I, I think Javen Robinson brings a lot of... Um, the, the, the right word, I feel like, is interesting. And, and I know that's kind of a crutch word, but interesting in the fact that I don't know what you're going to get from Javen Robinson, if I'm being completely honest with you. You talk about Ed Woods, right? You talk about Keith Abney, Cole Martin. They all kind of have their spots. I don't know where you put Javen. Do you put Javen maybe as a backup nickel, as a rotational guy? Do you line him up on the perimeter? Do you potentially stack him in the box? I don't know. Maybe. I think Javen Robinson brings a level of um, versatility at the cornerback position that maybe some of these other guys, they're going to have their carved out roles. I see Javen Robinson maybe being a Swiss Army knife for Brian Ward in this Arizona State defense. In the secondary, a secondary that figures to be widely improved with the additions. Javen Robinson, another one. Again, you talk about the pedigree of the Washington State defense while Brian Ward was there. Went out and got this kid. Says something. 
says something that he wanted to play in Tempe with Kenny Dillingham and some of these other guys um, at Arizona State. Javen Robinson, again, hell of a kid. I am very, very interested to see where he fits to play this season. And then the final guy, the final corner that we're going to be talking about here on the 2024 positional breakdown for the Arizona State Corners, LaTerrence Welch. LaTerrence Welch, 6'1", buck 93. 6'1", buck 93. That's a pretty big corner. That's pretty. That's a good-sized Division One corner. Now, LaTerrence Welch, where's he coming from? Well, transferred from LSU. I don't know if a lot of you know that, but LSU is DBU. You could talk about Florida State. You could talk about what they do at Ohio State. Talk about what they do at Oregon. LSU is the place if you're a defensive back. So to get recruited first and foremost to LSU says a lot, especially when you're from Louisiana, like LaTerrence Welch is. Was a four-star corner coming out of high school. Was a three-star transfer. He didn't play a lot. Did not play a lot at, at LSU. He said he feels like he can accomplish what he wants to right here in Tempe. He feels like he can be given a better opportunity to succeed here. LaTerrence Welch wasn't a guy that LSU recruited just because. LaTerrence Welch was recruited by a number, a number of high-level universities. LSU obviously being one. Arkansas, Auburn, Oklahoma, Alabama. He had 24 offers, had four visits. LaTerrence Welch, coming out of high school, was a guy, was a dude that you wanted to have on your team. And now he's an Arizona State Sun Devil. Put on nearly 10 pounds from being a high school senior to his first season in college. And I think LaTerrence Welch could be a star in this Arizona State defense. We talked a lot about guys that have their roles that can be successful here. You know, you talk about Cole Martin at the nickel spot. I think LaTerrence Welch has the potential to go out there and really be a dynamic superstar in this Arizona State defense, specifically this Arizona State secondary. LaTerrence Welch, he's got that pedigree. He's got the SEC ball in him. He knows what it takes to win. He knows what it takes to win. Can he do it? I think he can. I think he brings a level of toughness to this position that is going to be new. ASU corners haven't necessarily been known for brute force and toughness. LaTerrence Welch brings not only the level of swag that we're talking about with the Chris Johnsons Jr., LaTerrence Welch brings a level of strength and toughness to the secondary that I think ASU fans are going to really, really enjoy. Again, LaTerrence Welch, Javen Robinson, Ed Woods, Chris Johnson Jr., Keith Abney II, Cole Martin, six of ASU's top corners heading into the 2024 spring season, guys. But that is going to do it for this Positional breakdown episode. We really, really do appreciate everybody listening on audio. Let us know. Leave a five-star review if you enjoyed it. Give us a follow on social at PHNX underscore Sundubs. You can follow me on social at Anthony underscore Totri. But in the meantime, guys, go Devils and peace.